0: Was a good friend of mine Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey As we attempt to help you get the most out of your life Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot Lil Barron
1: Hey Mr. Case Lil Barron So
0: Lil, we're into the new year Yes we are We are we're a couple of weeks. Yes, into we it. are. So How's your
1: resolution? I was <laughs> going to ask
0: you. I was going to ask you. No, I want to know yours I, first. I got to be honest. I have never been like huge to write down resolutions. Yeah. Like I, I like the new year. I like, you know, I like that it's a new beginning. Yeah. I'm, I'm not opposed to it, but it's just not something that I have made a formal practice. Mm-hmm. But this year I have some, I have some things that I want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Right now, though, they're just kind of abstract thoughts <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: and concepts. So I haven't technically written them down yet, but even though I don't normally do that this year, I think I'm going to do oh, it, look but, at you. but I know I got to get on it. Otherwise they're <laughs> not going to be new year's <laughs> <laughs> resolutions. They'll be like groundhog's day right. resolutions. <laughs> right. right? So I have, I have a few things that I'm kind of working through mm-hmm. on what I want to do and how I want to accomplish them and mm-hmm. then how I want to measure them and things like that. So I haven't done it yet, but I have started a few oh, little good. things um, I'll share more later on yeah. Maybe when I get things Written down But what about you You, you Are you still on the bandwagon or? I am Oh so, okay I am So you're doing good You're better than most Well well, remember I didn't do the first <laughs> two weeks, but I am this week. I started and okay, it's been so you're good. getting a little bit of a yeah, late start, like I am. am except yeah. for you started and I have yet to start, but we're we'll get there, right? We're gonna get there. Well, one of the new year, one of the most popular New Year's resolutions is to drop a little weight. Yes, like everyone feels that, right? Yes. Especially this time of year after I've given the holidays. That up. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's fine. That doesn't have to be anyone's New Year's resolution, but it is a popular. It word. is very. popular. So I found an article written by Wait, Sylvia. I've done it for the last, however many years and it never
1: comes true so i'm not doing it this year
0: and watch it'll happen watch it'll happen you'll probably drop all the weight that you wanted to you you look great and i know that you work at it i know you work at it so you're you're every day you're probably doing just fine but i did find an article it's written by a sylvia silverstone and it's about a doctor her name is dr emmy hosada And uh, she successfully lost a hundred pounds. Wow. So you had to know that she was feeling that. Here I am trying to tell people how to be healthy. I'm carrying around all this extra weight. But she shares her top four weight loss tips that worked for her. Okay. And I think that they're good reminders of how to go about that whole weight loss resolution. If that is your resolution. I'm not saying it has to be. Right. But here's some things that she said. okay? Okay. Number one, forget counting calories but track sugar instead. Oh. Now, isn't that interesting? Yeah. I've, yeah. I've heard that the count calories forever. Yeah. But tracking sugar is yeah. an interesting concept. Dr. Hosada says that she pays attention to the sugar content in food as it can affect her insulin and blood sugar levels and consequently lead to weight gain. Mm-hmm. So eating too much sugar not only makes us gain weight, but it also increases the risk for diabetes and mm-hmm. prediabetes. This is according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. One in three... American adults has chronically high blood sugar levels, oh, wow. which puts them at risk of developing type two diabetes. Mm-hmm. So it's something we need to consider. Why does it have to taste so good? I know that's the problem, right? Yeah. But oh, we eat a lot of it. Yeah. We eat so much yeah. more of it than we used to in generations past. Yeah. But Dr. Hosada doesn't specify any calorie goals or limits because the number of calories a person needs can vary depending on their activity level, right. their metabolism, Additionally, the calories in, calories out approach doesn't always work since mm-hmm. the calorie count doesn't always tell the whole story mm-hmm. of the nutritional value of your food. So, again, that's an interesting yeah. one to me. I, I've definitely heard the calories in, calories out. Yeah. I've kind of subscribed to that at different yes. times in my life. <laughs> mostly i have subscribed to calories in. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's mostly what I've subscribed to. But anyway, something to consider. Number two, she says, is make sure you're getting enough water. Yes. We hear that a lot too, yes. right? So Dr. Hosada says you've got to stay hydrated when trying to lose weight. People often mistake thirst for hunger. Mm-hmm. So you go get something to eat when in reality she says maybe you're just thirsty. Yeah. She suggests drinking between half an ounce and an ounce of water per pound of body weight and then adjusting the amount depending on your activity level. Now that's a lot of water. I'm, it is I'm a lot of water. I'm not saying it's the wrong amount. Who would I? Who am I to disagree right. with Doctor Hosada? But I weigh two hundred pounds, and two hundred ounces is a lot. It's yeah. a lot of water. It's too much. So you I know that big mug up. that I carry around? Yeah, it's big. Right? Yeah, you look at it and you think, oh my gosh, that's got to be like a week's worth of water. <laughs> right. That's fifty-two ounces. So at two hundred pounds, if I'm eating if I'm drinking an ounce a day, I'd have to drink four of them. So that's a lot of water. Oh. But if it helps with your goals and it's something to consider, increasing your intake, right? She does say a half an ounce to an ounce. So if you're, you know, down on the half an ounce, then it's not as much. I probably do drink two of those a day. Do you? So I'm, you know, I'm. Probably oh, well, in the you. in the area. But I have to be intentional about it. Yeah. It doesn't happen all the time. Yeah. If I you know I get to the end of the day and realize oh I haven't drinking anything, I, I feel that. But
1: well you anyway, don't eat
0: because you're in the bathroom the whole all time. All day long. All That's how it works. Gosh. This is how it works. So anyway, she does say, and this is important, that there is an exception to this rule. The, the ounce to, mm-hmm. to uh, half an ounce for a pound. The exceptions to the rule are f- for people with kidney disease, heart failure, or low sodium. Oh. So these individuals should consult with their doctors about how much water they mm-hmm. need to be healthy. Mm-hmm. We're going to move through these last ones really quickly. Get enough sleep is a big one. As we age, our sleep patterns may change. We know how hard that can be. <laughs> yes. uh Uh, Stress From not getting enough sleep Creates cortisol Mm -hmm. That leads to weight gain So we gotta Get enough sleep Yeah And then Um Number four is incorporate strength training into your workout routine. Okay. And um, I know that you've worked on that. I I try to work on that as well. But as we age, our bodies begin to change and they lose their strength and vitality, which is why it is essential to include strength training in an exercise routine. Dr. Uh, Hosada found that building muscle through strength training was more beneficial for her than relying solely on cardio exercises. So finding that right mix is important. According to the National Institutes of Health, adult who reach the age of 50 may begin to experience mobility issues and muscle loss, and therefore it becomes, as I said, crucial for them to focus on building strength to combat these age related problems. So, just a few okay. things to think about as yeah. we're all working on our resolutions yeah. these days, right? Today's guest, Lil, is one of our amazing sports directors, yes. and when I say amazing, <laughs> I mean it. I really mean it. I am not exaggerating. Blake Lollof directs not only one, but two separate sports. He handles the organizational duties for both shooting handgun as well as shooting bench rest. Welcome to the show, Blake. Well, thank you. How, How are your resolutions coming?
1: Well, I'm like you guys. I'm definitely looking at weight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm down to 191 pounds, and oh, okay. I'm, I'm I'm happy for that. But yeah. I'm, I'm using the intermittent fasting okay. principle. Oh, yeah. okay. We know a little bit about that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I have let's see. I've lost about 33 pounds wow. since I started, and I'm, my goal is 180 pounds, and so I've got You're 11 more pounds close. to go. Wow,
0: yeah. Good for well, you. Good for you, hey,
1: Blake. That's you look great. Yeah. Well, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're looking good. And and I do go to the gym, and yeah. I do adhere to the policy of, of, of weight training. With cardio, yeah.
0: Oh, look at him! I try, yeah. I try to find a mix if I can, <laughs> and I'm not good at it. I'm not perfect at it every day by any means, but I try to to find a mix. And yeah. I don't know if I found the right mix or not, but I'm working on. Yeah, I'm working on it. But anyway, oh, good, good luck and congratulations oh, you. on your success <laughs> on that. already. That's fantastic. So we do want to talk a little bit about these shooting sports okay. that you're involved in. How, how
1: did you get involved in competitive shooting? Well, um, I grew up on a farm. In Idaho, which I understand you grew up in Ashton. Yeah, Yeah. Ashton, Idaho. And so I've always been around firearms as a kid. Yeah. And military, you know, of course, you get around firearms. And when we moved here in October 2019, I was looking for... some place to go to shoot. And so I became a member of Red Cliffs Rifle and Pistol Association out in Hurricane, and they were sponsoring the the Huntsman's. The World Senior Games, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the World Senior Games. And so I just got involved uh, with with assisting that first year and then stepped up to be director. So it's kind of a natural progression for me just to go from a hobby into something where I can serve. Uh, the people and, and, and have fun with it. Well,
0: and we're so grateful yeah. for you and all of our sports directors that just volunteer so much time and energy and expertise. Um, I do want to take just a minute and kind of walk through the competitive elements of both of these events okay. because they're different events. Um, the first one, let's talk about handgun shooting. Okay. So if you, if you registered and went out to shoot handgun at the Huntsman World Senior Games, what would that look like? How does it work?
1: Well, we have a rimfire category which is just the 22 uh like 22 long rifle then okay. we have the center fire handgun which is where you get your 9mm your 45 ACPs you know the the bigger center fire cartridges okay. and we have two days of rim fire and two days of a center fire mm-hmm. um, the people come in and register and um, <clears throat> we shoot the same targets whether it's rim fire or center fire, okay, and it's two days each. Two days on rim fire, two days on center fire, and then uh, each day you will shoot four targets, which is is fast uh, fast fire where you pull the trigger, you've got a limited time to get the bullets out. Okay, okay, hmm. and then we have four targets of slow fire where you have longer time to where you can take the time and really you know aim. And how and,
0: many shots do you get per target?
1: Um, Ten shots per target. Okay. So over the two days, you'll be shooting roughly 160. Okay. Wow. Okay. So you shoot the targets, and then we have a target crew that come in and take the targets over to uh, the clubhouse where we have a a team over there that does scoring. Yeah. Yeah. And we we record the scores, and after the the two days, and we I'm the statistician also, so I'm entering <laughs> all the information into Excel. and then after each competition, then I run Excel and we divide everybody into age groups. Uh, and then we also look at whether they used a, a, a steel a steel sites or whether they had optic sites, okay and so we we divide it into age groups, and the type of sites that they used. And then we award the top three.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. So it sounds like there's a lot of options. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. And this year we're actually um, going to – normally we've been shooting at 25 yards, which is 75 feet, but we have some of the older shooters. Uh, as our, we get older, our eyes <laughs> don't work quite as well. <laughs> a little harder uh, to see. A little harder to see. And so we have some shooters requested um, – uh, uh, f- uh, 50 feet. Okay, instead so, of the 75. Yeah, so the, we have the, the shooters, when they come in and register, they can determine if they want to shoot at 50 feet or, or the 25 yards. Okay. And we'll just divide them up. And so this year we'll have one more category to... To divide yeah. up is whether they shoot the 50 feet or the 75 feet. So just another oh, option wow. that's Yeah, it's just another option, yeah.
0: And I, I would say my, I'm starting to feel my eyes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I made a public declaration a couple of weeks ago where I pulled out my reading glasses publicly yes. for yes, the first time did. ever. I've, I've used them sporadically for the last, uh, I don't know, several months. But uh, I made a public declaration. I acknowledged where I am at. But I would want the target much, much closer, not just because of eyesight, but just because it's closer. <laughs>
1: (laughs) Right. Well, and and it's amazing. We have people, you know, they can start uh, participating at at 50. Right. Mm -hmm. And we have people up in their 70s and 80s. And it's amazing you have some people that are older but yet have the eyesight of
0: younger people. Maybe they're far-sighted or whatever, or their eyes just work great.
1: Yeah, they work great. So, I mean, it it all depends upon the shooter. But what we want to do is make an environment and create an environment where everybody can come regardless of their eyesight or yeah. their abilities <laughs> to hit the target to come and enjoy themselves. And still have a great time. And still have a great time. So we try to make it so that everybody can have, come be happy. Yeah. And you know sometimes we make special considerations for people just so that they can come in and shoot and, yeah. and have fun. Awesome.
0: Oh. And so that's the that's the handgun mm-hmm. aspect of it. So that's you know that's the the pistol. It, right. You know. So just I'm um, just trying to make sure we're we're talking about the same thing and everybody understands. The the other event that you direct for us is what we call bench rest correct now that's a that's a little bit more of a specialized event tell us a little bit about what that looks like
1: well bench rest we again we uh, divide everything up between rim fire and center fire um, so we have the 22 long rifle um, and sometimes uh, last year some people came in with a 17 hmr which is a rim fire cartridge so as long as a rim fire cartridge they can shoot it. So, what does a 17 HMR mean? I know I'm asking for Lil. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. <laughs> well, it's it's you know um, the, the shooting sports never stay uh, the same. Yeah, there's all these development developments it, that happen mm-hmm. yep. and, and, and so innovations. Yep. So, 17 HMR is, um, I consider it of a, a, a varmint. Rifle. Okay. Cartridge. Okay. okay. Oh. Like, growing up in Idaho, you yeah. had the Rock Chucks and things like that. Sure. And so it's just uh, a different caliber. Yeah. Okay. But then when you but get it's the... it's still
0: rimfire. fire so still So you can compete yeah. in that division. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So then you get in the center fire, and you can go every, anything that's that's got a, a primer in the center of the cartridge. And we have people that use standard factory type of ammunition, and we have other people that are using specialty cartridges yeah. where they have to make their own cartridge case and you know it's all special wow and yeah. we, we have people that will reused uh, off the rack guns from a local sporting goods store to where guys are using specifically
0: bench with, uh, guns, guns guns that were handmade
1: you know where they buy a specific type of barrel a specific type of trigger a stock a scope uh, this last year we had some guys that well, had anywhere between six and seven thousand dollars sitting on the bench. Oh yeah, just wow. with the rifle and their scopes. Yeah, it sounds like cycling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's and what we do there is is we have um, one hundred yard targets. And so now a hundred yards, like I don't want that to pass by because that's
0: a football field. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're shooting from goal line to goal line on a football field, oh. which is a gr- it's a distance. That mm-hmm. is. It is a distance.
1: Well, and so everybody in in rimfire and centerfire on the rifles all have scopes. Yeah, I was going to say. Okay, yeah, you'd have to. Right? Yeah, and and some guys have scopes that are say start at like an eight power and go all the way up to maybe like twenty four. Yeah, wow. Then we have some guys that have scopes that go up to as far as maybe forty six power. Wow. That's what I would need so I could see. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's one of those things again where everybody has their.
0: Yeah, their, budget. Equipment, their equipment and their budget, yeah, yeah. what works for them.
1: And what we do is you also break it up into, like on the Rimfire, we have four different categories, basically a beginning category, and um, our first two categories are based upon cost, and then we get up into, is your stock? The, co- the cost of their equipment. Cost of the equipment. Yeah, okay. okay. Then in Rimfire, the next highest two categories are based upon the type of stock you have. Okay, is it rounded or is it flat? Yeah. Okay, a flat stock is made to fit into your rifle rest and you don't get the rocking back and forth. Okay. Ah. Okay. And then on um, the center fire, we have categories too, but the categories there are also dependent upon weight. We okay. have weight limitations. I see. Okay. So for both pistol and the bench rest, uh, we have rules and regulations. And to keep it simple, and so it's open to more people we don't hold hard and fast to the rules like you would have to uh, attend to if you were in a national competition that was sanctioned by the nra Mm -hmm. or the cmp so we have rules but we've kind of simplified them yeah you know to make it accessible make it accessible yeah and the huntsman's we keep track of scores, but the scores aren't turned in right. to a national Because it's, not, it's not a sanction. It's either. not. Yeah. 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 So everybody can come and have fun. And, um, you know, sometimes where I'm the director and I'm the statistician, yeah. <laughs> uh, I can make, you know, if somebody comes in and has a rifle that might weigh a little too much, I don't send them away. I just create a special overweight division so to say <laughs> since we're talking about new Year's and weight yeah, yeah, yeah so everybody can come and shoot
0: yeah and that, that's the that's the point right now that we're just really interested in getting people to come yeah. out mm-hmm. and enjoy it, be introduced to the sport um that, which is my next question well first of all let me make a couple make a couple of questions first um, we're shooting 100 yards, but what are they shooting at? Like, what's the bullseye? Is it like, you know, as big as a dinner plate? Or what does the target look like?
1: Uh, the target is, that's uh, probably, uh, we have five targets on a piece of paper that's probably a foot by 18 inches. Mm. You know, so it's about 12 so inches you're wide. are shooting at a tiny little target that's a long, say. long ways oh, away. Mm. Yeah, the target would probably be about the size of a saucer plate. Yeah, you know? and that's the outside ring. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of the shooters that
0: are good at it are going to hit the center ring, which is about the size of a, a pencil eraser, right?
1: Yes, and, and for pistol and rifle, you have your what we call the ten ring in the center. Yeah. And then, like on the, the center fire, there's a little X in the center. And so they can hit that center ring and get 10 points, but if they touch the X, they get an X.
0: Wow, a little extra bonus.
1: Right. And so if we have a tied score, we count up the number of Xs a shooter gets. So we can have people that have – five people have 300 points. And so they've tied by points. Then we go and say, okay, how how many many Xs? So whoever had the most Xs wins, gets the gold medal. That's
0: fun. So you've kind of answered this already, but I I just want to emphasize, if someone has a firearm, whether it's a a handgun or a rifle – but, they're, but they've never really competed before. But, you know, maybe they've hunted or maybe they've just gone out and shot tin cans or whatever. How big of a jump is it between
1: that place right there and, oh, I think I'm ready to compete? That's a good question. I mean, we have all ranges of experience. We have men and women. And sometimes the women actually are better shots. <laughs> yeah. We have a couple husband and wife combinations. And yeah, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes there's a, yeah. a long, quiet ride back uh, to the hotel. Huh? <laughs> so it, I would say that anybody could come out and shoot if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you definitely are going to be shooting with people in your age group that yeah. could have been shooting for their whole lives. Their maybe. whole lives. Or and maybe you're out there just like you. Yeah. just start now. Yeah. So it, it, it's okay. I mean, everybody can come out. It's just a. We want you to have fun. Yeah. And the nice thing about it is in the shooting uh, community, everybody enjoys being around people, and the old shooters love to talk and help coach the, new. Yeah. the non-experienced. <laughs> okay? uh, we have people that are, are certified NRA rifle and pistol instructors that are out there, and they can give you help. There's always somebody out there that if you have problems with a scope, a gun, your ammunition – whatever somebody's always out there to help you uh work through that problem so i would say regardless of your experience level come on out because there's room for everybody and give it a shot oh i saw what you did there that was
0: that was pretty bad but uh no that's awesome now we've only got about a minute and a half but you've also competed at the world senior games Mm -hmm. how to talk about that experience what's that like for you
1: it it you know it's it's fun and for me it's more of a personal uh, competition because you know i don't have the expensive yeah you know so i'm out there competing against myself to see how well i can do yeah you know and that's that's what i'm i'm doing you know just out there to have fun and uh, i don't feel pressure because i'm not trying to compete with the guys on either side of me i'm trying to compete with myself and trying to get You know, that best bullet (laughs) strike that I can get.
0: I love that. And that's so, I think that's so um, important across the board, regardless of sport, Mm -hmm. whether that is. Um, you know the shooting sports that we've been talking about or the cycling the swimming the track and field whatever mm-hmm. it is that element of competing with yourself i think can be so satisfying mm-hmm. but come on let's be let's be honest it's fun to beat
1: other people <laughs> oh, too it right? is it's it fun is. to beat other people too <laughs> and and there's some of these t- shooters are very serious very about competitive it they're about very competitive it, yeah. about it because we have the ability that when we score the targets if they say oh wait a minute that should have been a 10 and not a 9 they can challenge the score yeah. and sometimes that one extra point can make a difference up. it makes a yeah. difference difference now oh, yeah.
0: and I'll say just quickly as we're wrapping up here I've been out there while the tallies have the mm-hmm. scores have been tallied and I've looked at these targets and it, it really does get very competitive if you think about you know 10 holes on this target and they're the size of a little saucer and I mean they've got like little measuring devices that are measuring which ring they're wow. in and they're they're very diligent about it um, I, I tried to do one and then uh, <laughs> you know it wasn't Blake that was out there but one of his assistants oh, is Phil. like maybe you should just watch. <laughs> You're not as good at this as we are, So what? <laughs> which is totally true, which is totally true. Blake, thank you yes, so much Blake. for You're welcome. joining us today. Welcome. And thanks thank for you. all of your help and work with the games. Yes. We definitely couldn't do it without you and people like you. But yes. we're looking forward to registration opening mm-hmm. up on the 1st of March. Yeah. So we want to put that on everybody's calendar and uh, make sure that you mark it because um man our team registration has gone so well. Yeah. In fact, we have li- we have registered over 525 total teams wow from softball volleyball basketball soccer these are our teams so we're, we're not talking yeah, about individuals right. yet but uh, we opened up on new year's eve at mm-hmm. midnight and by just a few minutes later yeah we had a bunch <laughs> of teams that are coming and it's just continued to grow since there so let me just talk about teams for a second my advice for that if you go to the site seniorgames.net and you find that your age division is full make sure you get yourself put yes. on the waiting list yeah If you don't get on the waiting list, there's no possible way for us to get you into the tournament. Um, And a lot of our divisions are full, but get yourself on that waiting list. And then I mentioned individual registration opens on the 1st of March. That also happens at the stroke of midnight, mountain time.
1: Right. Keep that in mind. Right. So
0: put that on your calendar. Many of our individual sports also tend to fill up pretty quickly as well. So don't delay. If you haven't already, make a New Year's resolution to compete and then (laughs) sign up early and commit yourself so that you're ready to go uh, once the games roll around in October. We want to remind you to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. We take this live show and turn it into a podcast and you can subscribe anywhere Mm -hmm that podcasts are found. If you happen to be listening by podcast, take a moment and give us a rating, write a quick review. Very easy to do on your iPhone. Just scroll down to the bottom and hit some stars there. And then you can find this and previous shows right on our website. Once again, that is SeniorGames.net. So check that out. Today's Inspirational Thought. Okay. By Zig Ziglar. Mm. And he says... What you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. Until next Thursday, stay active.